Previously on Myth Tarot Love, we examined the Moon and Artemis. Today's show will focus on the Sun, Apollo, and Ra. about stories, cards, and symbols, and all of the above, Myth Tarot Love. Welcome to Myth Tarot Love, a show about ancient stories and new age wisdom. I'm Biddy, your expert in classics. And I'm Rose, your resident tarot practitioner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're talking about the sun. Ooh, uh, the song that was like sun, sun, Mr. Golden Sun just like popped in my head. Oh, I, I've had a, here comes the sun. Oh, it's like stuck in my head over and over again. Um, yeah. The sun is shining. The sun is shining. Uh, so we have finally exited the underworld of the tarot. <laughs> and uh, we've finally reached the sun, which represents... Many things. <laughs> it represents many, many things. We'll get to those. We'll, we'll, we'll get to those. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, let's talk a little bit about, like, the sun and what it's represented. Sure. We've got uh, sun is in astrology, for sure. Mm-hmm. You've got sun signs. Yeah, like um, last week we talked about moon signs. Yeah. Uh, sun signs. So, like, moon signs are essentially what... You, like in your chart, they'll normally talk about like your emotional state and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, sun signs are actually twice in your chart. Oh, yeah, you have your sun sign, but mm-hmm. you also have your ascending sign. Oh, I didn't <laughs> realize that the ascending like relates to the sun. It does. They both actually have to do with the sun. So you have huh. your sun sign, which is what most people know about, and that is um, the constellation that the sun rose in. Uh, on the day you were born. Okay, so if you look like at just for like basic astrology, that's the one that you like most, people most of the people look at. know. Okay. Yeah, so like that one changes normally like r- roughly once every month or so. Okay, right. So there's twelve sun signs, and it relates to the sun going around uh, or us going around the sun. But when <laughs> we go around the sun, you know, yeah. uh, in the sky, it looks like the sun is going around uh, and appearing in different astrology signs. Oh. Okay. Is that how that works? Yeah, that's oh, actually. <laughs> There's a lot of math actually involved in astrology. That's really um, cool. Yeah, so it, it's essentially this, like from from the perspective of uh, those who are looking at the stars, mm-hmm. astronomers. Do not, by the way, tell an astronomer that it's the same thing as astrology. You will piss them oh, right off. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Like, do not like mix up astrology and astronomy to an astro- astronomer. <laughs> Um, anyway, so like little, you know, life advice. Yeah. <laughs> life advice right there. Uh, but yeah, so you have the sun as it's rising on the day you were born. Mm-hmm. But the time you were born, that actually, the sun will be in perhaps a different sign. Uh, so that's at your the ascending. exact time. And that's called the ascending oh, sign. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So uh, they say that your sun sign is the way that others perceive you. Mm. But your mm-hmm. sending sign is the way you perceive yourself. Okay. <laughs> um, that makes sense. Yeah. So <laughs> in both cases, you'll notice that the sun relates to the concept of self. Okay. Um, and it's uh, yeah. one of the reasons why it rules the sign of Leo, which is mm. uh, the sign of self. <laughs> 
the sighing of ego, the sighing of many things. Um, I'm actually, you know, Leo and proud. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, But, you know, so it's talking. So one of the lessons of Leo is very much about uh, learning about yourself Mm -hmm. and um, being okay with that. Everyone should be okay. I with think that. everyone should be okay. Yeah. Lear- learning about Regardless the self is, of signs. is definitely something that a lot of a lot of signs. I think all people. Should I don't learn. think mind signs have that, but I've been working on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So <laughs> I think it's something yeah. we should all work on. Honestly, definitely. Um, the the concept of like Leo and ego. I don't think it means you are the only one that's working on the self for sure. Right. It's just more like what does that sign represent? Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you've got the sun representing self, ego. It's got a lot of other representations too, though. Mm-hmm. The fact that it rises every day, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it also sets every night, but, you know, it's going to rise in the morning. So is that kind of like that optimistic view? <laughs> yeah. You know, you might say, oh, well, the sun will shine tomorrow. The mm-hmm. sun, sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> that sure. Bottom dollar. I'm feeling happy today. You are, which is <laughs> fantastic. Like it's a very day. musical episode. <laughs> it's true. How many how many sun songs can we get in in one episode? Oh, I'm Probably sure a lot. there's a lot. Yeah. yeah, the sun's definitely something that's inspired us. I think mm. quite a lot. Um, I mean, if it wasn't for the sun, we wouldn't have warmth. We wouldn't have our food. crops. <laughs> exactly, yeah. food. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that's another thing that the sun often represents is uh nourishment but also life itself yeah <laughs> some people might say it's the source of all life mm, yeah i would i, I would, would say it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah the sun um in physics we'll say that like all of reality is actually even created in stars like in ast- astronomers yeah. will say that you know because you've got all like suns essentially are fusing together different atoms into bigger and bigger atoms and and then they explode in a huge supernova and then those stuff becomes like planets and everything so uh the idea is that we're actually all made of of sun dust or stardust if you will i like that yeah it's true we're all we're a hundred percent stardust (laughs) that's stardust fairy dust you know yeah (laughs) maybe it's the same thing And you're basically saying fairy dust is made of atoms. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with I'm saying okay that. With that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's got this concept of being reliable because it's going to rise every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got this concept of uh, associating it with ourselves, especially in astrology. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have this concept of it being a source of life and creativity and inspiration. Um, and all of these things and all these ideas come together in the the tarot sun card as well. Yeah. Um, but a little bit more than that, in the tarot, we had the hanged man. That was the first thing that promised us the sun would come. Hmm. Right? So if you remember way back, way back before, way back. before we went into the underworld of death, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We had the hanged man. And this is a card that normally shows up when a person is afraid of uh, of moving forward, really, because they know it's going to be difficult or they feel really mm-hmm. stuck in a situation. Yeah. And it normally says, okay, well, you can find peace within, 
but also there's this promise that when if you do go past that huge ordeal there will be an enlightenment there will be a reward and there will be triumph and that's what this is that's what this moment is so this is the sun that moment that was promised for going through the whole ordeal yeah only took us seven episodes but we got here (laughs) we did yes um so the sun is number 19 in the tarot uh and yeah the hanged man was number 14 in the tarot yeah i believe you <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it yeah yeah i think it's I think so. number 14 i have like my notes right here <laughs> i would feel silly i'd feel so silly if it was wrong but alas i'm not a very good detail person yes you are <laughs> Sometimes. You were totally detailed. Oh, no. Hangman, Hangman's 12. 12. 12. Okay. Well, I failed. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Chill That's okay. Time. Because the over. sun is now. Just turn it off now. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we've got the sun card. Um, this card normally shows up for me in reader, like for, when I'm reading for someone mm-hmm. um, w- to signify like absolute success in their venture. Um, if it's an answer card, it's a huge yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, if it's a future card, it's saying, hey, you know, you will be rewarded for your struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's a present card, it actually, normally I will interpret it actually slightly differently. And I'll say, okay, you are currently, like if it represents. You're in a good place. Again, yeah. Maybe. Like if it's your present, but if it's, it's in the, the spot that represents you as the person I'm reading for. It would actually represent um, you as being kind of this life force for others as well because you would start embodying some of those characteristics of the sun Mm. that you might see in others. Mm -hmm. Um, And similarly, if you have a helper that is the sun, it's basically saying, um, you know, you have this this life bringing force that's, you know, fueling you and making it possible for you to succeed. And uh, very much those uh, good triumphing over evil kind of concepts happening, right? Um, which I believe you're going to talk a little bit more about uh, in story time. Yes, yes, in story <laughs> time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the card uh, specifically. Yes. Uh, the first thing I see is this huge sun character. Probably a good idea yeah. to put the sun in there. <laughs> He's, it's kind of different than the way the moon was appearing because mm-hmm. the moon had like this duality to it of yeah. being half moon half sun which was kind of almost an illusion it was like right. it was like almost a fake sun mm-hmm. right whereas this is like full you yeah like it's no there, question there's no question there's no denying there's the sun and the sun has a face mm-hmm. which looks kind of calm and also reassuring um and it's staring directly at the person who is looking at the card is like the onlooker, mm-hmm. um, and it's very much this like eyes o- eyes wide open kind of stare of uh, knowing, but also peace. Um, so I personally will see this as uh, this this kind of um, enlightenment idea right there, and that's the first one is like okay, my eyes have been opened now. Oh, okay, right? yeah. Instead of before where they were closed. So even maybe, like, as a helper or in your future could be saying then that enlightenment will come or, like, you'll see maybe exactly. a solution to a problem or... Yeah, so it's like you'll see solutions, you'll see you'll see things as they are. Yeah. Like, in the moon, it was all about um, illusion, right? right? 
And you actually had this moon sun character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was also a face on that one, only the eyes were closed. Okay. So now that the sun has appeared, the eyes are open. And it's also directly on looking at you, whereas before the moon face was kind of on its side. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't exactly looking directly at you. Yeah. Um, so all of these are symbols of, uh, of seeing truth as it is. Gotcha. Right? So there's no more illusion because the brightness of the day has cleared away all uncertainties. Yeah. Don't have to guess at the path anymore. Exactly. You can just see it see because it. Yeah. it's bright enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, other things, you've got these sunflowers underneath of the sun. Mm-hmm. And what's kind of strange about them is that normally sunflowers will point towards the sun. But in this case, the sunflowers are pointing towards uh, the front, um, kind of aimed towards this child that's in the foreground. And the child is sitting on top of a white horse, and he's holding this great big flag. And the flag doesn't have any symbols he on it, is. but it's red. I didn't. Sorry, I just he, thought that the flag was kind of there. I just didn't there. realize. You didn't realize the child actually, was holding it. Which I mean, it's a really pretty freaking big flag. It's a it's a massive flag. <laughs> this child to be this, holding. Yeah, this flag is like what at least three times his size like maybe four times his size (laughs) it's this huge flag but the flag represents triumph and victory and what and the white horse kind of also represents um triumph and victory but more so steadfastness and reliability Mm -hmm. and i personally have always seen the child as being representative of like a successful parenting okay right because Um, infancy is something that's really difficult and it's like one of the most dangerous times in a human life mm-hmm. right so the fact that the child is now like maybe four years old or so it looks like like yeah. you know just past toddler stage um, or might even be at toddler stage I think kind of really shows this success in uh, actually having been able to have an idea like in been able to have that fertility, the yeah. creation of something, yeah. and then bring it out of the darkness, out of this mm-hmm. d- difficult time period into a, m- a moment where this, the person is starting to develop their own sense of self and personality, right? right? Yeah. So I kind of, I see the child as representing all of those things. Um, it's like super successful. Yeah, then. extremely successful. Yeah. Like there's there's a lot of really positive mm-hmm. imagery here. And it's it's really happy to look at too. Like, there's a lot of, it's all bright and, and cheery. Yeah. The, there's a, a blue sky behind, not a cloud in sight because the sun is just so freaking big. Yeah. <laughs> it takes up pretty much, like, half the card. Yeah. The sun is a large portion yeah. of the card. Um, How I, is that different from your other? From other decks? Decks. Okay. Well, we've got, like, the dragon tarot and the... What's this one called again? Journey through the journey hidden through the realm. hidden ve- realm. We just keep calling I it know, fairy tarot. It's not fairy tarot. It's <laughs> journey through the hidden realm and the Celtic dragon. In the Celtic dragon, you have like this fire dragon that is breathing a fireball full of like magical symbols. It's really beautiful. It is it's one of my favorite cards to look at um, artistically, and I've always interpreted this card as being literally breathing life into something mm. um and and symbolizing this really creative time and creative force mm-hmm. um so this one seems to be focusing much more on the sun symbol as a life force okay yeah 
more so than like the sun as being reliable and the sun being uh, a bringer of peace and enlightenment. Right. It can still mean that, I think, in this card, but it really just looks like the dragon is literally breathing new life, creating a new star. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Journey Through the Hidden Realm, we have two children, a boy and a girl. Probably fairies. (laughs) They might be fairies. Yeah, they're they're cute and they're happy and they're smiling and there's this bright sun behind them and like the sky is yellow so it kind of looks like maybe it's a morning Mm -hmm. and and the girl's holding this dandelion and the boy and the girl are both looking at the dandelion and there's this, it's a a really large dandelion, like it's bigger than her hand, <laughs> right? She's a small hand. That's and, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I, I personally see the dandelion as being this um, this plant that also represents, like, reliability and dependency. Yeah. And it's, it's just durable. It's a very sturdy plant, right? You cannot really kill it. It'll always come up in the spring. Whether um, you want them to or not. Whether you want them to or not. But on top of that, they're, like, they're also really useful, they are. <laughs> They're very useful plants. Like the dandelion, I think, as a symbol of the sun is really great, I think, because it's it's something that nourishes people. It's uh, if you if you eat its leaves or its roots, it's it makes great tea. <laughs> Wonderful tea. Both the leaves and the root you can make into yeah. a tea and they're <laughs> good diuretic, but also just <laughs> it does have a lot of nutrients and yeah. it is a fantastic tea. Good like the leaves that I know at least are good for like detoxing and yeah. Tea probably is too. I think is it mm. not so much. I mean, it depends on the kind of tea. Yeah, but tea is very nourishing, I would say, and yeah, it really just depends on what you've got going on in what there. What you got going on in, yeah. in, in your tea? <laughs> what you got going on in your body? <laughs> Maybe too. Yeah. Well, just yeah. water in general. I mean, we probably it's we true. all probably don't drink enough water as it is. So adding tea in there, especially herbal teas, um, maybe helps stick it to your body yeah and you're like okay i need more i need more liquids mm-hmm. yeah um yeah so you've got a lot of like it, it seems to be a very positive card but i would i would interpret this one like since it's focusing so heavily on the dandelion as being more of a dependency mm. symbol or right? that you can depend that the sun will come like that the sun will rise and yeah. that things will be okay i don't know why i get that impression from it but i get that too when i look at it because it's just like they look they're looking towards this dandelion like as a symbol of strength almost and it's like Mm -hmm. um but also uh, as a source of joy yeah right yeah um and i I definitely think there is joy when we see the sun in the morning Mm -hmm. like it's like oh yay it's a new day it's Anything's possible if you're a morning person. If you're a morning person, I am. I'm actually you very are. much a morning you person. Are. I'm a night person. I definitely associate yeah. more with the moon. And I, uh, yeah. I don't know. When I get tired, I get cranky. <laughs> so when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, I don't feel cranky anymore. It's such a relief. <laughs> but I guess if you're not a morning person, that's like the opposite yeah i can be a morning person depends mm-hmm. on how much coffee i've had it depends how much sleep you've had too like, yes if you haven't oh, had yeah. enough sleep the morning might be a dreadful thing yeah <laughs> but i think we're looking at more traditional symbols of the Definitely. sun and this idea i think especially if you were um i, I think especially if you were in an like a, a culture that had to have lookouts at night right 
um, or if you were like closer to the forest or something and you were worried about night creatures, the sun and the morning might be something that was a big relief. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Just kind of <laughs> looking at it that way. Yeah. Or like especially like if you're the kind of person that's afraid of the dark, the sun. Yes, and definitely like definitely a bringer of hope. And bringer of hope. And it's like, oh, the sun's going to rise soon. Mm-hmm. I've always really liked how the birds sing like right before the sunrise. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like as soon as it starts getting light and the birds start singing, it's like and they get louder and louder and louder as the sun's about to rise. And then they it slowly tapers off and gets quieter after the sun's risen but it's like oh it's a big chorus of birds (laughs) (laughs) they're excited for the new day yeah (laughs) you're you're adorable okay (laughs) so tell us a story about the sun okay um so i'm gonna tell i guess a couple of stories um last week i had mentioned that i wanted to talk about apollo Mm -hmm. with the sun um i just really like that dichotomy between talking about Artemis with the moon and then Apollo with the sun and yeah. he does he, he is a sun god um but I also want to incorporate Ra in there because he he too is a sun god yeah. um, in the Egyptian pantheon and I feel like his some of his, his um, stories and associations fits better with the card of the sun yeah um in the tarot but I definitely will will still mention Apollo especially because there is this child like like you said in the foreground mm-hmm. Of the sun card, it's not clear if the child is male or female. Also, doesn't really matter. Nope. But I, probably not Apollo. But I don't know why. It, it, it just reminds he, you he reminds, of Apollo. He, it reminds me of him, especially because Apollo, right when he was born, he was this figure of light and of. Um, I always have this image of like a silver spoon with him. Everything oh, was yeah. given to him. He, he was the golden the go- child, yes. quite literally. Literally <laughs> the golden child. One of his um, epitaphs is Phoebus. So I don't know if mm-hmm. you've heard like Phoebus Apollo. Um, oh, and I got a message that needs to go away so I can see my notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Maeve. Thank you for this. Um, so, yes. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out because literally that's like right where it was. Okay. So Phoebus um, literally <laughs> means bright or pure. Okay. Um, and is in connection to the Titan goddess Phoebe, um, who is known as being shining or brilliant. Cool. Um, so that's where he gets that um, the name association with that. Um, but he's the god of so many other things as well. And mm-hmm. we're saying he's the god of prophecy mm-hmm. and of music. And so you're saying how you know that can be connected to creation and um, inspiration, and ins- maybe, but not so much because of the muses. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, so I was mentioning how he, his connection to music is more in that he's like a conductor. He's bringing everything together, whereas the muses are the ones that really inspire people to create the song and the music and the dance. But um, there is this image, I want to say it is in the um, Homeric Hymn to Apollo. I meant to double check and then I forgot. But there, <laughs> there is this instance where he goes up to Mount Olympus and there's basically just this party but more just a gathering of family you have zeus and and leto um who is his mother him and well, like aren't all the gods family yeah 
it's a little incestuous, but um, yeah, so they're they are all family. But you just get this this image of him, you know, once he comes, his mother, you know, takes his bow and arrows from him and he sits with the muses and dances and sings and it's just this it's a happy it's a happy family and a happy event and Mm -hmm. that's always kind of what is surrounding him is this happiness he's life of the party he is (laughs) not in the same way that Dionysus is oh right okay (laughs) yeah um but yeah definitely that that golden child that happiness and that he just gets everything because he is the special yeah male which and well like yeah. looking at the child the child's arms are outstretched and he just kind of looks like yeah here i am everything yeah. belongs to me exactly you know? so i kind of get what you mean when you're saying yeah. that it looks like the child is apollo yeah he has no shame in his nudity which is which is yeah, a good like, thing too he's just like yeah like this is all mine look at me like i'm doing fantastic yep <laughs> so <laughs> doing fantastic that aspect makes me think of apollo um i think that's a good affirmation look at me here i am i'm doing fantastic <laughs> Say that to yourself every morning. Yes. Look in the mirror and say, I'm I'm here. Look at me. I'm doing fantastic. Yeah. Say that to yourself in the mirror or if it'll help to remind you too when you see the sun. Yeah. That can be another reminder of, hey, <laughs> look at me. I'm doing fantastic. Yeah. Hey, look at that sun. It's fantastic. I'm fantastic. It's going to be great. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those fake it till you make it. Even if you don't feel it, you just keep saying it until you feel better. Well, like oh. one of my favorite... Um, inspirations is a, a woman named Tao Portkin Lynch and uh, she is a 99 year old yoga instructor oh, and she her. says I wake up every morning and I say today is going to be the best day in my life <laughs> every That's single fantastic. morning yeah she's a wonderful inspiration so it's kind of like that yeah <laughs> and she says and it is and it is oh it's great. I want that life goals. I know life goals. <laughs> life goals. Maybe I guess I need to start saying that myself. And then. she's a Leo too. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I need to find some <laughs> Capricorn inspiration. Oh, I'm sure people. there's lots. Honestly, probably we'll talk about Capricorn. <laughs> we'll talk we? all about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's we'll see, there's definitely in. some Capricorn in the in the rods and yay. Also the Pentacles. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's mostly what I wanted to to mention for Apollo, because mm-hmm. um, like I said, Ra I feel is is more is symbolic. more yeah. If it's more with the the symbols and just the meaning of the sun cards. So right. so tell us a story about so Ra, a story about you? Ra. So Ra first off was uh, considered the first god and self created mm-hmm. god of the Egyptians. He is king of the gods, um, and he created everything. And he is the the sun god. So they would, um, once the Greeks, the Ptolemies came in, they they kind of related him to Zeus in that Mm -hmm. sense of being king of all the gods. So he has many stories, but one in particular I thought fits very well with our their journey um, here through the, the tarot cards. So it's true, yeah. Every night, um, Ra journeys through the land of the dead. So he would go into the underworld from the west to the east, which makes sense. Of, which yeah. makes sense with the sun. Yeah. Um, and he would meet with Osiris every night, another god in the underworld, and. So I saw two two names here. I'm going to go with Apep. Um, there's also Ap- Apophis, but I'm pretty sure it's Apep, um, okay. who is a giant snake god. Who it's a 
chaotic uh, snake and each night Ra defeats Epep because Epep comes he tries to either consume the boat <laughs> that Ra is yeah. on mm-hmm. or tries to put in kind of a hypnotic gaze but either way he's trying to stop him from ascending yeah um back up Ra defeats him defeats him every night so it's again that idea of going through that ordeal yeah every single night going into that underworld and and emerging how, victorious exactly <laughs> exactly so how like how we had the devil and the tower and all yeah. these like obstacles so i yeah. feel like the serpent and is the last obstacle being actually uh, illusion you're, the last obstacle is almost pretty much yourself and your yeah. in um, unwillingness to see the truth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? There we go. So, yeah. yeah. And so each night um, as Ra would come back up, he would actually come up uh, in the form of a scarab beetle, oh, which I thought was kind of cool, too. That is cool. That makes sense because there's always scarabs in... Like, any reference to Egyptian mythology, Mm -hmm. especially in the media, you'll be like, oh, scarab, it must be Egyptian. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that's why it kind of has a connection with both the underworld, because it's coming, like, out of the ground, but then Mm -hmm. I didn't realize until now that it also had that association with the sun. Oh, that's really cool. Which is kind of nice as well. So, again, that... that I like that idea of, like, crawling out from the ground and popping up and being... I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) This is it. Um, Yeah, so... I'm here. Look at me. This is fantastic. (laughs) This is wonderful. Everything is great. (laughs) Um, So, there are many depictions of this story. I'm an art person, so I definitely Mm -hmm. like to share that. Um, So, there are many depictions of Ra's journey through the underworld in tombs found in the Valley of the Kings. And sometimes these are depicted in either 12 hours or 12 stages. Um, And then it's the 12th hour where he is reborn as the scarab, which I think is kind of neat. 12 is such a, like, strong symbolic number, too. Mm -hmm. So that's why I kind of wanted to throw that in there, too, because we have the 12 astrological signs. That's true. Yeah, lots of Although the sun is number 19 in the tarot, and... That actually, like, numerologically is 9 it's plus one. 1 is 10, so it yeah. would be 1. Mm-hmm. 1 plus 0, right? Yeah. Yeah, so 1 being very much a new beginnings kind of number. True. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so a couple more things. How are we okay. doing? Uh, we're doing okay. We're doing okay? Okay. So I wanted to talk about Ra's appearance because sometimes, I don't know, I always get confused when I look at them. I don't know who is who, but Ra's an easy one to tell because he has the body of a human, a man, the head of a falcon, and on resting on his head is a sun disc. Right. So, And we actually saw that sun disc quite a few times already yeah. um, in, in the cards leading up to the wheel. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. were quite a few times that the sun disc would appear. Yeah. So maybe references to Ra all throughout and his, the enlightenment that he he promises mm-hmm. <laughs> every single day. Exactly. The enlightenment yeah. every day, but also just this. Again, I, I feel like it is connected to fertility in the sense of just how important the sun is, especially with the Nile mm-hmm. and with agriculture and growth like and creation. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Creation in general. Um there's another sun god, I, I know that I mentioned him before, and for I cannot remember which um, episode it was in, but I also mentioned Aten. Mm-hmm. There's another um, sun god, but he's more the depiction of the sun itself, and there was yeah. a time when they... Um, the sun itself as opposed to the god of the sun. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So and there was an it's ad- like Apollo is the god of Aten. 
<laughs> yes, kind of, yeah. Sort of. Sort of. I'm. This is mixing genres in my brain, and I'm like, uh. what are you doing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just interesting that like so many, um, we were reading to you, like so many polytheistic, um, religions always have a sun god. Yeah. The sun is definitely always going to be there. Yeah. And we, we need it. It's true. (laughs) So it makes sense that it it has such a prominent, um, role in their pantheon. Um, and even in cult centers. So the, the main cult center of Ra, um, was Heliopolis, which can, I guess can be the word of... Heliopolis. Uh, Heliopolis. So Helios, which I mentioned before, is also a Greek sun god um, before Mm -hmm. Apollo. So Helios is sun, and polis literally means city. Oh, cool. So city of the sun. City of the sun, Heliopolis. Heliopolis. So I thought that was a pretty cool name of a a city there. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I'm not sure. I don't know if we have time for our, our lightning round this time no we don't that's okay we can <laughs> we, we can we about... can save that one for later because yeah. uh something about the ancients right uh, <laughs> i've already i just pissed <laughs> off biddy just by saying that <laughs> that's okay i can yeah. save my well this is a happy episode this is sunshine it's true we'll, we'll save that one until next we'll, time we'll thunder we'll save that thunder for later yeah right now we're just happy we're just happy to be here yeah we're happy to uh be triumphant <laughs> Yes. Uh, I think we reached, what, like a thousand listeners or something? Listens just on SoundCloud. I don't know how to... (laughs) How to check the other ones. check the other ones. This is my non-tech savviness coming out. I need to figure this out. But, (laughs) yes, very excited that this week we, we... Breached the thousand we listen mark. The thousand listen we're mark. Very, very excited. We're so excited. We're so happy that you yeah. guys listen to us. <laughs> very excited. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's the end of our episode for today. Yes. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. As always, we love you and we love doing this. Um, if you would like to um, support us, you can do so by telling your friends and family. More listens. More More listens. Um, Also, join us. (laughs) (laughs) Not again. Uh, Also, if you can please rate, review, and subscribe. um, That way more people can hear about the show. We would really appreciate that. And what are we looking at next week? Uh, Next week, we're going to look at judgment. Oh, dun dun dun. And uh, Themis? Yeah. Did I say that right? Themis. Themis. Okay, so we're going to look at judgment and Themis and the judgment of Paris. Mm -hmm. That sounds fun. It is fun. (laughs) Uh, Our parting words for today come from the American Tarot Association, as they normally do. And it says this. No matter how bleak your situation may seem, no matter how many problems you have, the sun will still rise in the morning. Myth and tarot. Where do the ideas go? Let's talk about stories, cars, and symbols, and all of the above. Myth, tarot.